Well, welcome everybody to the Blow Off Valve podcast. We're your host, Alex and Tucker, and coming to you from uh, July 4th weekend. So happy uh, 4th mm-hmm. of July to everybody. Hopefully you didn't have to work. Uh, if you did, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we uh, we luckily had a, a pretty exciting uh, British Grand Prix uh, that we wanted to discuss. So qualifying was was a wet qualifying, which I guess unsurprising for yeah, it was crazy wet, uh, wasn't it? That was. It, it was very. Yeah, yeah it's not it was... necessary. Yeah, not necessarily surprising, I suppose. But I was. Um, I, I must have just been on a streak of years of Silverstone being like bright and sunny. It was yeah. a little bit jarring when I um, I didn't watch it live. I watched the replay mm-hmm. and uh, turned it on. I was like, oh gosh, it's, <laughs> it's yeah, 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 like a banshee. And, and then the the best part of that actually from my perspective is like the track was literally changing minute to minute. So they just oh, had yeah. to keep running laps. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah. The, and the, you know, what I like about it is usually this wasn't as much the case this time. Cause it was still a lot of kind of the usual cast of characters at the yeah. top of the timesheet. But when it's a dry qualifying, you know, pretty much who the top six are going to be at this point. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but what, what qualifying really brings in a wild card and maybe yeah. it's going to be the same top six as normal, but maybe it's going to be like, yeah, craziness. it's a little bit more of a, yeah, it's a little bit more of an equalizer. Yeah, exactly. And which you get some is, people who are better in the rain yeah. and some who aren't. Um, so yeah, it was, that made it, a, a kind of much more compelling, uh, qualifying, but as I said, it was a lot of the same names. So Carlos Sainz actually uh, was on pole with Max in second, uh, Charles Leclerc uh, in third, Sergio Perez in fourth, and then Lewis Hamilton, Lando. Fernando Alonso did a good qualifying for Alpine in seventh. Yep. Um, Jubon, He's good in the wet. Yeah, he is really good in the wet. Um, <laughs> and well, tons of experience, right? So like he's, yeah. you know, he's really helped there. And then Zhuguan Yu for Alpha Romeo in ninth, and then Nicholas Satifi actually uh, had a really good qualifying, made it into P3, yeah. finished 10th. So that's kind of how we started. Um, and it was a pretty exciting first corner to the race. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which, well, well, you know, I, I also didn't watch the race live. Yeah. Um, I watched it on replay. Yeah. And I basically know as soon as I hit play, when it's mm-hmm. like two hours and 50 minutes. You know there's a red flag. <laughs> okay, somewhere in here there's a red flag. Yeah, I, so don't, I don't know where. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is always fun. <laughs> like too long. The, it is always fun watching the video on demand like that because you're like, okay, like th- something happened. Like, something what's gonna happened. happen? <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, they get going, and the first corner is kind of a, a relatively tight right hander, and. The, the way the telecast was set up, you know, they're following the leaders because it was pretty compelling start. Yep. Max got a really good start. Carlos was, was trying to defend and, and really had basically gotten passed by the first corner. But what was compelling was the camera angle was kind of shooting from yeah. the angle of basically the cars would be coming toward you as they're going through the first corner. And so yep. you're watching the pack coming in. And there's Max and Carlos, et cetera. And then you just see this car f- just go skidding by upside down 
Exactly. Uh, that was then my first frame. reaction. I was like, that car is not going the right direction. Yeah. And then the, another neuron fired. It was like, that car is upside down. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> no. And, and so basically what had happened, there was, there'd been contact between George Russell and uh, Zhu Guan Yu for Alfa Romeo and Zhu's car flipped, landed upside down, skidded basically on its, you know, on its roof slash halo, a halo device yeah. around the top of the car, skidded all the way through the runoff, through the gravel, and then hit... Hop uh, the barriers. Yeah, it, it hit something that kicked it up onto the retaining fence, which held, thankfully. Um, yeah. And he was basically, it, he was in his car, and the car was wedged between, like, the tire wall and the, and the fencing. Um, and yeah. so they had to red flag the race and get them back. And they weren't, they weren't showing replays for a while, which always attention kind of mounts and mounts. Cause usually they don't yeah, show a replay until weird. they know the driver's okay. Cause you know, they don't want to be telecasting yeah. a replay and then the guy ends up dying. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously really, you know, pretty horrifying. Yeah. And so poor form, very poor form. And so, um, fortunately, um, uh, he ended up going, he got checked out and was basically escaped, uh, unscathed and was, uh, in the paddock before the, the race was even finished. And, and, uh, the camera showed him chatting with, with some, you know, some FIA officials and stuff. So, you know, really good news for him. And, uh, you know, it was just another instance we saw at Monza last year with Lewis, where Max went over the top of him. Halo pretty much saved him. Mm. Halo probably saved Zhu's life. He he said as much uh, after the race. <laughs> and then actually, I don't know if you saw in the F in the Formula Two uh, race that was run um, uh, the day before, I believe at Silverstone, there was another incident where a car hit the sausage curbing and launched the car into the air and it landed on another car. And you can see oh, the, wow. the front no, I right, I think it was the front right tire, <clears throat> lands right on top of the halo, right above where the, the driver's head is. And so it's like we basically had one weekend where if we didn't have the current safety elements and formula cars that we do now, we probably would have had two dead drivers um, or at least yeah, seriously I mean, injured drivers. Yeah, I mean, when uh, that car was upside down, they had a... A, a different shot of it i think coming down the straight and you could just see you know chunks and chunks coming off the car mm -hmm. uh, yeah just where the away. communication antenna was and everything and yeah you're just like you know the camera where the camera sits mm -hmm. and it's like uh, if somebody's head was in that location it would not probably be a part of that body anymore yeah you know it's no. just like it terrifying was, to see it was i i i was uh uh, my wife was kind of just walking around the house while I was watching the race and, and she saw the replay and I was like, you know, 10 years ago, like that guy's dead. Like that's, yeah. which is amazing that we've progressed in safety that much. So, so that was, yeah, you know, just another reminder of, yeah, of and, how important it is. And just the, the unexpected stuff like, okay, you put these barriers up and you think, 
well, that'll catch the car. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, now we've got these huge, like, towering fences, and there's a reason those fences are there. Right, yeah. You know, the driver walks away, a bunch of people in the crowd get to walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's just at those kind of speeds, when things go wily, yeah. you know, physics does unexpected stuff. Right. And uh, you got to be ready for it. Right. You want everybody to walk away from this stuff. Yep. And, cool. and, uh, he wasn't the only casualty through that corner. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Yuki Sonoda had a seriously, in, uh, damaged car. Um, yeah. uh, did he, Alex... he drove his back though, right? Like he, I remember like watching, was it, was it Yuki? I think so. Like he did drive back. He had like a piece of front wing under the wing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just like, wasn't even turning. Yeah. His left front, <laughs> his left front tire basically had a piece That's of not good. Front wing under it. And, and so he was effectively on three wheels. Kind of um, surf surfboarding. Yeah. Around yeah. Yeah. Track. Yeah. Which you got to imagine is just like shedding like little carbon fiber fragments all yeah. over the track. Yeah. And then, uh, Alex Albon was kind of playing bumper cars in the middle of like two or three different cars. I think hit him at one point. Stroll hit him. Um, he ended up having to be uh, ultimately uh, taken to a hospital and checked out. Luckily, he didn't have any serious injuries either. Um, but really, just a crazy, crazy start to the race. So it got red flag. Well, and it's surprising, right? Because it's like you think about a circuit like. Um... Oh, any, any, really anything that's narrow Yeah, compared to Silverstone's like kind of a wide like Saudi Arabia track. or something. Yeah. And, and it's like, it's just strange how in, in, in unexpected times, all hell breaks loose. Right. And then other times you're like, it's wet out. Mm-hmm. There's no way there isn't a just massive pile up at turn one, right? And then everybody scoots through. Yeah, I kind of wonder <laughs> though. I, I wonder if part of that is, you know, when it's wet out or the conditions are tricky, everybody kind of recognizes the danger and pulls back just a slight bit. I mean, I know they're race dri- race drivers, like they're going to go, you know, ten tenths, but mm-hmm. you know, ten tenths on a dry Silverstone track versus 10 tenths on a wet Silverstone track, they're going to drive it a bit differently. Yeah. They're going to be slightly more cautious knowing that tire temperatures are going to be more challenging. All these other kind of parameters are going to be a little bit more tricky. Um, so really on yeah. a beautiful, bright, sunny day, that actually could be one of the most dangerous times ultimately. Yeah. That's why I suppose everybody's kind of amped up, ready to go. Let's, yeah. Let's go, boy. Yeah. Well, especially for a big, fast track like Silverstone, you know. Um, yeah. So uh, the race was red flagged, and then they restarted. And they actually, since they hadn't completed a full lap, even though drivers had kind of changed positions uh, before the red flag came out, they had them restart from a standing start in the same positions that they qualified in. Uh, so Carlos was back yeah, on the pole. And you brought something up that I thought was interesting before. Um, I guess I didn't really pay attention to it. I, I kind of fast forwarded after watching for a little while, mm-hmm. uh, just because it was red flag for a while. But um, Russell, he got out of his oh, car. Yeah. Yeah, and I did want to talk about this. Yeah, because yeah, because he because Yuki, like, I mean, his car was a mess, mm-hmm. and he brought it back into the pits, and so he was able to continue on you know restart um somebody else was i, I can't was it 
Alonso? Did something happen to him? I can't remember. Well, Stroll, um, Stroll, I think had uh, had to come in for repairs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there there were a few cars that made it back and and had to come in for repairs. But yeah, George basically went over to the um, the runoff area and got out of his car to go check on Zhu because you know obviously he had made the contact with Zhu and I'm sure felt you know, responsibility for it to some degree. Yeah. Uh, But the interesting thing was, so he's left his car there off track. He tells the stewards, don't touch the car. I'm going to, I just, I need to go check on him and make sure he's okay. Uh, You know, checking on the safety of another driver, which, you know, I, I've said this before. I really like George. I think he's a, a, great driver and a decent person as well and and i think this just is another example of that he's he you know he's gonna race hard but he's well the one time he got out um <laughs> with I can't what track that was yeah and he was was not checking on him yeah that's true <laughs> he was checking on him to give him the bird yeah that's true that's face. true so i i honestly i thought when I saw him run over there, I was like, man, you better not be going to chew him out. That guy's lucky to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. But yeah, I, I think his overall, uh, his overall kind of approach does, you know, I think he seems like a pretty decent guy. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to check on him. And by the time he comes back to his car, the stewards are loading his car up onto a flatbed and he's he's like you can see him kind of gesticulating at them like what no don't do this because the problem with that is as soon as you have outside assistance i think that's the the official term from the fia handbook as soon as you have outside assistance get the car back to the pits it's out of the race you can't repair it you i mean you can repair it if you want but you're not allowed to re-enter the race um, so yeah. I'm sure his plan was get back in the car. Once I make sure he's okay, I'll drive back to the pits. We'll try and repair the car and go from there. And so unfortunately, you know, George, who's, you know, not done worse than fifth in any race this season, DNFs in his home race. Um, yeah. so that, that <laughs> is pretty rough. You really do. You, and also you really do wonder had he been a part of the rest of the race, where he would have ended up. Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. Cause he's done very well relative to Lewis this year. And the, so who knows? Right. Could and, have the been Mer- interesting. and the Mercedes are really well suited for Silverstone. They, that they are. Yeah, good on they that are. Track. Turns out they are. Yeah. They're good on that track. They're fast. Um, so it was quite an impressive, uh, I don't know, it was good, good display of sportsmanship. I think he was, you know, I think the FIA stuck to the letter of the law, um, but maybe not the spirit in this case. But you know, rules are rules, I guess. So, so yeah. tough for George, um, but um, all wasn't lost for Mercedes, and we'll we'll kind of get to that. And so, you know, the race resumes, and this time Carlos covers off uh, Max on the restart, and basically keeps the lead going through the first turn. And kept the lead really well from from there on out, except um, at one point, uh, Charles wanted to get by him. And this is kind of interesting. I was uh, some or I was listening to some of the team radio after the race. um, And it turns out that 
Ferrari was basically when Charles was behind Carlos. Ferrari was basically saying like telling Charles here are Carlos's target lap times, and and Charles is like I need to go yeah. faster than that, and so they gave Carlos a few laps to try and speed up, and then when he he really couldn't go any quicker, they basically told Carlos to let Charles by, which he did. Mm-hmm. But then <laughs> it always takes a little something something to make some of these races interesting, and in this case. It was Esteban Ocon's Alpine having an issue, yeah, stopping on the home straight on the on the main straight, uh, causing a safety car to come out. Well, and then one other thing to mention before that is um, obviously something happened to Max's car mm-hmm. because he was really seemed like he was going to be a force to be reckoned with here, and that. Yeah, you know, I'm not sure exactly. Something, he had some damage to the it, rear of his car. Seemed, yeah, like like one of the rears. I don't know if it was a suspension issue, but it messed with his downforce. Right. <clears throat> and so I just don't think he had the grip he was accustomed to having. Right. And then uh, they tried to fix it with a pit. I think he wondered about a puncture. Mm-hmm. Came in, pitted him, messed with the front wing. And then that seemed from from his perspective to have made it even more. So he was kind of out of the mix. Yeah. He was kind of in um, like eighth, ninth place. Most of the race after that, he, yeah. yeah, he was on team radio basically saying like, he thought he had a puncture that he felt something weird with the car. And then the engineers kind of assessed it remotely with their, you know, all their telemetry and basically saw that there was an issue with the rear of the car that was basically costing him downforce. Like you said, and they told him, you know, the damage isn't critical, but it will result in a in a loss of performance. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. which he he had to work for his eighth place because Mick Schumacher uh, was was giving him all he wanted, or seventh place because Mick was giving oh, him all God. he wanted. Yeah, he really race. was. Even in that last turn. Yeah, he was uh, on. I thought. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> it was. It was so. Uh, you know we'll kind of jump ahead a little bit, but so Mick and Max were really battling on the last lap and so much so that I was nervous that like Mick was going to get an accident or something and like ruin his, his chance to get his first points in, in F1, but yeah. he, he pulled it out uh, and, and got uh, eighth and then Kevin Magnuson actually got 10th. So Haas had two cars finishing the points to the, uh, yeah. which was and pretty darn And impressive. that is kind of one of the benefits the benefits of, you know, things not going like where it's the, not, it's not the usual suspects as you get a little bit of variety right. in the mix. And that's always really kind of nice. Right. Yeah, no, it was, it, it made it a lot of fun. Cause you're like, Oh, I actually care about a race for seventh place. Like this yeah. is exciting, you know? But yeah. So anyways, there was a safety car. I think it was like, like lap 36 or something like that. And the, the, Decision-making from Ferrari, we've talked about before, this season has been questionable. Their strategy has been questionable, and it's cost Charles probably at least a couple races between their strategy and their pit stop abilities. <laughs> um, 100%. 100%. And it, once again, kind of reared its head this time yeah, around. So the the safety well. car comes out. Where are they out. coming up with this stuff? I mean, I don't know. They've been in Formula One for a long time, so I don't, I don't really understand it. Like, yeah. whose ideas are these? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is a bit inexplicable for a team like Ferrari. I mean, 
yeah, they've been in Formula One for longer than anybody really at this point that's still racing, but the, they also, as a team, have not been having a high level of success until, you know, recently. Well, in particular, the scenario where, um, who was it? So Science was in front, Leclerc was behind. He was going faster, even though he's missing like half of his wing. Right. And they were kind of debating like, should we let him around? And it was it was pretty clear that like if they dabbled too long, right, Lewis was gonna pit and he would end up in front of both of them. Right. And that might have been it. So you know, stuff like that where you're like, you know, are you guys looking at the the metrics here? And then, you know, when it came to the restart and you've got them stacked up, they came on the radio. I think it was to science who had come in and got on some soft tires. Like, why don't you back, back the pack up a little? Yeah. Right. And at this point, the writing's kind of on the wall because Leclerc didn't come in. He's on, he's he's on on used hard tires. Yeah. 18 laps in. Yeah. Lewis is on fresh soft tires as well. So, yeah, and we've got what twelve laps to go. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. He's so, not going to survive that on onslaught, even if they backed him up mm-hmm. ten cars. So, well, and, and and he, to his credit, mm-hmm. he got on the radio and was like, "No, no, 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 guys. Yeah, we're not doing yeah, this." Well, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Like, so they told. So this was just before the. This was just before the safety car was going to come in, and they told him the the rule is basically yeah, you have yeah, to stay yeah, within yeah. ten car lengths of the car in front of you. It wouldn't have been enough behind the safety car. It wouldn't have been. Yeah, enough. and so they're telling him like back. They're telling Carlos, "Hey, back up ten car length, ten full car lengths, um, to kind of give Charles some breathing room." And he comes back and says, "No, guys, no. I've got Hamilton breathing down my neck. No, no games. Yeah. Like just." we're i can't don't don't do this to me (laughs) and 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 so he's i'm 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 glad he stuck up for i do like that like well even even charles when he was behind him yeah was like he didn't quite say it um explicitly but he was basically like you guys have to help yeah help me you guys (laughs) like you know what he's yeah he, he's <laughs> he's like it, make man. carlos just defend for me <laughs> um but he he knew he was screwed he basically he his one of the one of the team the team radio messages i heard was his his race engineer came came on and said uh that carlos was behind him with fresh new fresh soft uh compound tires and lewis was behind carlos with fresh soft compound tires and uh, his response, Charles' response, was something effective like, is, "I don't think I can." Like, this is going to be hard. Yeah, this is going to be hard. I think that's yeah. what it was. You're right. And <laughs> it, it was it was something yep. to that effect. It was like I basically Correct. realized, like, I'm not going to be able to do this. It kind of reminded me of Lewis's <laughs> radio message at the end of last season when they let Max get right behind him on fresh, soft compound tires in the last race of the season, yeah. and Lewis is like. <laughs> it was just like he knew there was no chance of holding him off um and so carlos did subsequently pass him uh, as did sergio perez oh and you know who yes who also got to go on soft, soft tires right. yeah sergio right and sergio if you remember was beat up a little bit mm-hmm. in the beginning of the right. race and so i had kind of written him off written him off mm-hmm. in a sense thinking like 
okay, he had to pit early. It's probably too early for a one stop. So he's going to have to pit again. So even if he creeps up in the pack, he's going to fall right. back. But now it's like, got a free, okay, everybody gets a, kind of a free pit mm-hmm. stop. So he gets in and gets on soft. His his Red Bull otherwise didn't have any damage. Right. And we know those Red They're Bulls flying, are quick. Yeah. So it's like now we've got somebody with some real straight line speed in the mix as well. And you're thinking, this is going to get interesting. And it right. did. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> it was like, honestly, like some of my, the most fun racing I've seen it in a while. It was great. You know, and he... <laughs> He, he was he was getting after it with Lewis, and they were really, really <laughs> fighting to to kind of figure out who was going to be second. Um, and ultimately, the Red Bull yeah. I think, just had a little too much pace. Um, but another great drive from Sergio. I mean, I know he's like the second, you know, the second driver at at Red Bull. But like, man, he's man yeah i mean there was a time where lewis got around him and i thought that's it he's, he's and he gone. fought right back and then yeah he fought right back he he caught up to him broke mm-hmm. late kind of went around him on the outside kept with him and then we got yeah, him he, he, for whatever reason the the <laughs> soft tires like lewis was even questioning the decision to come in on the softs because like the medium compound yeah. had really worked well for him and he was not getting the yeah. grip and the drive out of corners on those softs. I, I agree, and I thought it was I thought it was interesting because they asked him in the interview afterward. Like it didn't seem like you fired those tires mm-hmm. up very you know quick mm-hmm. enough. And I completely agreed with that. I mean, off the line, Sergio was like bare, you know, just like yeah. boom, right in the mix. And uh, it's like you could you could clearly see that Lewis didn't get a very good start, and so I don't know if it was you know reaction mm-hmm. time or something like that. But I do, I think you are spot on. I think that cocktail didn't work as or well on the on the silver, yeah, on the silver arrow. And I, I, um, but it, but Lewis, he he kind of dismissed that comment mm-hmm. in the interview, and I was really kind of surprised by that because I thought the same thing. I was like, man, it really didn't seem. I to mean, fire that, up that when when Sergio um, finally passed him. You could, they had a, it was like the, the camera angle, the live camera angle was basically kind of like drone based, you know, drone shot overhead. And you could see that Sergio just had such better grip and drive coming out of the corner, accelerating. And that, that, you know, cause yeah. I mean, the Red Bull may be faster in a, in a drag race anyways, but like, it just seemed like Lewis was was struggling to put the put the power down and and get the tires warm enough to do yeah. what he needed to do. So, anyways, it was a you know really compelling race. Carlos ended up um, uh, finishing um, you know finishing in first for his first Formula One. I couldn't believe it. I it I did not realize. I, I honestly couldn't. He had not really won a race in 150 starts in Formula One. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. So that was, you know, when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, he's got to win." Yeah, I know. And just you just kind of ended up with all these kind of nice outcomes. Like it was nice to see, you know, Lewis have a good race, some good battling between some of these veterans. It was nice to see, you know, uh, Carlos get a Mm -hmm. win. Um, you know, the Haas boys get some points. Like it was all. It was a really fun. really fun race race. um sergio another good race so we've now had you know both carlos and sergio get their first wins in formula one this season um 
Charles unfortunately gets screwed by Ferrari's strategy again. What was I saw yeah. this in the, yeah. in the if you, how much of the post race stuff you watched, but after the drivers got out of their cars, there was a a shot where yeah, uh, I did see Benatti, that. the um, team principal for Ferrari was talking to Charles, and you could see him kind of like pointing his finger at him and stuff, and and it's like I started <laughs> to think what he could be upset about, and I was like. I bet he's saying, don't you don't say know. a goddamn word about the pit stop strategy. Like, not <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, he, yeah, he seemed very animated yeah. and like, maybe he was just like, the other thing is he might've been over there. Like, this is on us. Like we have yeah. this up. It, it's just how the cards yeah. fell. You know, had we not swapped you guys and had been reversed, you'd have won this. Yeah. Like, you were the faster right. car. You were the right. faster car. This is how the car. Yeah, fall. I mean, you know, cre- kind of credit thing. credit to him. Like, I didn't see too much about how they they hosed him, but it's funny because they're really. I mean, Ferrari's really staying in the manufacturers, you know, sta- contention, but they're really taking Charles further and further out of the driver's championship Yeah, with every race. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, I mean, for me, I was telling you, I was, te- we were texting about this earlier and I, I said, you know, for me, this was probably the race of the season. Um, I just, yeah, I thought it yeah, was yeah, yeah. I agree with that. exciting racing. It felt, it, yeah, it kind of felt like last year's end of the season with, mm-hmm. um, you know, Max and Lewis just right, bananas going at it. Yeah. racing, just twists and turns. And no, he's got it. He's no, you <laughs> know, now he lost yeah. the place. Where'd this guy yeah. come from? No, I, <laughs> it was just crazy. It was, it was, a, a, it was a ton of fun. of fun. So we have a, there's a quick turnaround. We'll be in Austria uh, for the Austrian Grand Prix on Sunday. But I mean, I, I think it's exciting. I think the, you know, the Mercedes, they're they're maybe set up better for Silverstone, but I hope that it's a sign that this is you know they're moving, continuing to move in the right direction with that car, and I would love to see this become more of a three horse race in the back half of the season, um, and because yeah. I mean it, it'll just be even yeah. more interesting if you just have these guys just constantly getting after it with I each agree. other. Um, so, <laughs> well, and the nice thing is it was actually. I know, like, some of the commentary during the race was like, oh, maybe this guy's going to get a five-second penalty because he kind of pushed him a little yeah. bit off the track. It's like, that's it good was. racing. Like, it was fairly it actually. Clean, I mean, aside from know, that... People decided, mm-hmm. I'm going to... Br- yeah, I was like, I'm going to break right. late because that's the only way I can stay ahead. So, you know, it shoots you further into the turn, and then they're, like, complaining, oh, God, he ran him off track, mm-hmm. he ran him off track. It's like... This is this is fun yeah. racing. Like I I don't know. I just I thought they were like, you know, if, if you're gonna race by the completely by the book and by the rules, this is not right. Gonna be no, anymore. I agree. Like this, you know, by and large, like there were a couple different, like you mentioned, the Sergio overtake. There are a couple different times where there were overtakes, basically around the outside of high speed corners, and both drivers. Like I think at one point it was between Charles and Lewis, and both drivers are within, you know, centimeters of each other's tires doing, you know, whatever, 160 return. I have no idea what they were doing. And but it was they, <laughs> was they crazy. were crazy. But it wasn't 
weren't doing it dangerously. You know, it was just really good, extremely yeah, high level racing. So I think, you know, it's still, I think really setting the rest of the season up for a lot of interesting, um, interesting battles from both the driver <laughs> and the constructors, you know, uh, situation. So, yeah. So, really wonderful race. Look forward to Austria. Um, obviously, the home of Red Bull. So, you'd expect that they're, they're going to be flying. Um, but hopefully, Ferrari and, yeah. and Mercedes can make it interesting. Um, I think that's probably about all we have time for this week, actually. So, uh, is there anything else you want to add, buddy? Yeah. All right. No. Well, thank you all so much for listening. No, uh, we will be uh, back next week with uh, a little Austria GP coverage. Uh, we probably will also touch on um, Red Bull announced an interesting new car this week. Uh, so they're not just manufacturing fizzy lifting drinks. <laughs> uh, and I think we'll touch on that <laughs> next week since it'll be, uh, you know, probably a bit of a Red Bull themed episode with the Austrian. Yeah, yeah, so um, we'll be back next week. In the meantime, be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Blowout Podcast. Um, be sure to um, subscribe to us, rate us on, on iTunes and Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. Until then, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.